Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy podcast driven by listener inputs, fortified by the venerable curator, yours truly, Pete Z, and also backed by the FDIC. That's right, for deposits of up to $2.875 million. That's two and seven-eighths million if you're scoring at home. Let me say I do appreciate the FDIC support. But I don't need any regulation here from the SEC or any of these other oversight organizations. Keep your hands off the MML podcast. And trust me, should make me laugh fall into financial ruin, the executive producer and I will run screaming and crying to the government begging for a taxpayer-funded bailout because I can't have my wages garnished and I can't survive on anything but the finest bluefin tuna. Oh, wait, are we actually recording this? Five. The five. Fives this week, very simple. Five ways to politely ask someone to be quiet. Submitted by Hands Off My Harpsichord in Philly. <laughs> Love the Philly and lots of uh, warning signs up front here. There's profanity on this five. Uh, number one, way to politely ask someone to be quiet. Excuse me, but my brain noticed that you were annoying. Kindly close your fucking trap. Thanks and have a great day. <laughs> number two, polite way to ask someone to be quiet. Hey there, top of the morning to you. Check out my new buck knife. FYI, I'm going to use it to cut out your fucking tongue if you don't shut the fuck up. Namaste. (laughs) I don't know what he's doing. This harpsichord guy with the fucking buck knife and then shutting the fuck up and then namaste. (laughs) Fucking yoga class. Third polite way to ask someone to be quiet. We have this cool computer random number generator it just spit out a one that means you have precisely one second to shut the fuck up may peace be with you (laughs) fourth way to politely ask someone to be quiet hey check your email i just sent you a cool recommendation to shut the fuck up (laughs) enjoy (laughs) i really like the vibe this uh, harpsichord has going fifth and final reason or way to tell someone to be quiet politely. I don't mean to interrupt you, but do you see all these people looking at you? If you can look closely, you'll see they want you to shut the fuck up. You can tell by the fact that they're all giving you the finger. Warm regards and fuck you. (laughs) Jesus. I guess they don't mince words up in Philadelphia. I have some very fine friends that hail from there, um, but they're not the, this, like this harpsichord person is really out there. Lots of profanity, lots of vitriol. But then if you read back through these fives, they all have very respectful closings. I have to say thank you, hands off the harpsichord, and please feel free to submit additional content. Comedy at Gmail is the locale where that can be done. Right back with additional curated data sets. Mail, 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 mail. Mailbag today. Subject, some people, exclamation point. The email reads, Pete, did you ever get mad at somebody you encountered when you were just out running errands? There was this man at the grocery 
store that spent like 15 minutes picking out a bag of romaine lettuce. He was taking pictures of the lettuce and texting them to someone. And the whole time, he's blocking the lettuce. And I didn't say anything. I just got madder and madder until he finally left. How would you handle the situation? Thanks, Gus G. Okay, Gus G. Okay, is that code for, uh, this is where I think maybe for Gus Gus, the rotund mouse in the Disney animated film Cinderella. You remember that mouse? That along with the princess and a fictional cat essentially outsmarted the governor of a large entity. (laughs) Now, Gus, I like your email because what? It's relatable. Gus, if you think beyond just buying lettuce for a minute, what you're really talking about is the concept of a free society, right? Because in America, people always talk about freedom and often people talk about it in very simplistic terms. For some people, they think freedom is like this infinite concept and they only view it through their individual perspective. And don't think I'm getting political here. This is way bigger than politics. The concept of freedom at the individual level. Like the first example is cell phones in cars. People assume that they can use their cell phone at any time while driving. Moving, stop, doesn't fucking matter. Pete, it's my phone. It's my data. I have the right to use it whenever I please. Okay, that's the kind of thinking I hear, and it's so wrong on so many levels. Yeah, okay, you bought the phone, so technically you own it. But the data, dude, that's not yours. That shit belongs to the cell phone provider, including your location, your voice, which if your voice is really good, is either going to be resold or just recreated to fool your relatives into a scam. Your personal email, your text, your social media, all that data, banking information, all that stuff is owned and can be resold by the phone provider or any number of big tech firms. We've been over this before on the show. The data will be resold, updated as it changes over time, and then resold again. Big tech owns your data. Hey, does that sound a lot like freedom? I think people overlook big tech when they think about freedom because big tech serves up precisely timed dopamine hits that moment to moment totally wipe out any thought at the individual level that you might be getting totally screwed. (laughs) If people say, I don't want my data on the dark web. Okay, sure. But what, you know, really, where are you going to go to get fucked on an ongoing basis is really just the public cloud. The unclassified data center because big tech and its affiliates are constantly figuring out ways, specific ways to get your eyeballs on the apps, get your clicks, and suck up your attention, your time, and your money. That's the fucking game. That's the whole game. Big tech, they love us surrendering all of our data for the privilege of using free social media services. They love Americans fighting over stupid culture issues. Well, they just vacuum up and resell our data. Um, By the way, quick reminder, you're listening to the Make Me Laugh podcast hosted by PZ. Please like this podcast and follow me on Facebook, Vine, and Gamma. Oh, what's Gamma? That would be a great name for a new social media platform. (laughs) Now, in all seriousness, can we just agree that this phone stuff is the furthest thing from actual freedom that you can get? Big tech just steers you where they want you to go ever so gently. I don't know why. 
but I just bought these new shoes from Zappos. No, we don't know why we bought the fucking shoes, but I, I guarantee you big tech does. Okay, I started by this thing with talking about driving with the cell phones, right? And I want to end with that because it's an important part of it, because it relates back to Gus Gus's email about freedom. But Pete, we should be able to use our phones whenever we want. That's true freedom. That's the fucking problem, because people, again, only see it through the individual lens. Never mind the other cars at the stoplight who now have to wait for you to finish typing the text. What about their freedom, right? As you text, you eat into their time. What about the parking lot attendant you just ran over as you scrolled on your phone while driving? What about their fucking freedom? Pete, I have the right to use my phone whenever I want. See? It's fucking me, me, me. Fuck the parking attendant. I need my fucking dopamine hit. I need my fucking Soma. Exactly, Mr. Huxley. Pete Z. Sounds like... PZ sounds like this week coming in from Laddie Grass in Lake Huron. I don't know why these people look right in Lake Huron or in the whatever body of water. It's like, dude, you don't live in the... Maybe they live on a boat. You know, who am I to judge? Who am I to take away their fucking freedom? You know? And <laughs> what kind of comedy show puts on a fucking five-minute diatribe about the freedoms of using a... <laughs> I apologize. Let's get back to the business of PZ Sounds Like. Number one, the PZ Sounds Like, the guy who, when you see him standing 50 feet from you, somehow causes you to automatically reach for your hand sanitizer. <laughs> PZ Sounds Like, the basketball player vying for the Sixth Man of the Year award but fails to realize 21% three-point shooting percentage and a failure to play any defense will not land him the award. Wordy. Laddie, you got to clean that one up. PZ sounds like a man holding up a sign at a concert proclaiming his infatuation with the band. What a profound message to share. You liked the band that you play, paid to see. <laughs> Pete, just throw the sign away. Just like you threw away your dignity. <laughs> like it. Pete sounds like a man nervously pulling a rickshaw through the town square, hoping nobody notices the cart is loaded with stolen Air Jordans, a life-size cutout of Mitt Romney, and a crate of bootleg maple syrup. <laughs> I like that. I like the Mitt Romney cutout, it saved the day for you, Laddie Gress. Once again, make me laugh. The MML product delivers for a highly intelligent, irreverent, and some would say irrational listening audience. But nonetheless, thanks for spending some time with me as we perform a deep cleanse from big tech and big corn and other large evil entities. Remember, keep your home of record bot free. Your forearms ripped and ready. If you got content you want to hear on this pod, shoot it to me, PZ Comedy at Gmail. Please share the show, but do it selectively. We can't have the MML reputation sullied any further than it already is. I'll talk to y'all next week. <laughs>